All right, we are on the interwebs. Woohoo! Cling! We don't want to fall off the interwebs. We have to cling to them. Uh, well, the good thing is that they're webs, so they're very sticky. Just don't mind that multi-legged being that's coming towards you right now. I'm sure it's a friend. They appear. <laughs> Chroma has told me they are friend-shaped, <laughs> and I trust Chroma's opinion. Which is what's friendship? I'm not sure about the leg friends. Which thing is friendship? Well, this the giant particular- spider of the interwebs. Oh, yeah. Definitely friend shaped. How else do you think people cast message? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, okay, that's brilliant. so Chroma isn't in this campaign, which means Ryan has inspiration. Um, <laughs> but also, the first search engine that I used to use was called Webcrawler. So. Well, that goes back far. I, I've dated myself. I, I connected with a dial up connection that was 2400 baud. I have I connected those. with 600, I believe it is. So I had a 1200 as an upgrade. If you have a stone that lets you cast message, is that a baudable? <laughs> yes. You already have inspiration. <laughs> no. I can't give double inspiration. But you but can't stop glorious. me from making puns either. <laughs> They're good ones. <laughs> it, it's only the limitations of the Dungeons and Dragons character sheet that prevent me from giving you double inspiration. <laughs> also, Ellie would have like 20 points of inspiration at this point. <laughs> but never mind about that. In any campaign, mind you. <laughs> All right, so it's been a while. What happened last time? Oh, I should probably go through the whole introduction before we go through the recap. Hello and welcome to Critical Recovery. This is the 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. My name is Crash and I will be your DM for the evening provided I don't forget other details. <laughs> With me is a bunch of awesome people including Beth, Ellie, Eo, Jen. Chris might be joining us in a little bit. We'll see. And now I get to ask, what happened last time? There was a long talk with the god if I recall correctly. Uh-huh. Wait, that was my chroma voice. Why am I doing my chroma voice? No. <laughs> because chroma was here temporarily. Was <laughs> yes. Chroma's on the moon. Marwise um, is on the moon. Marwise is a follower of said god. I mean, chroma has spoken to this god also. This chroma is has met Agma as well, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so if we're doing six degrees of separation, it's not that much of a leap. But... <laughs> However, <laughs> yes, we, we, our last session was pretty much the entire thing was a conversation with the deity. Yeah. And he was like, hey, big fan. Good job, everyone. You have absolutely nothing to worry about at all. Uh, he, he didn't say that? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Not quite. No. I think no. he said kind of the opposite of that. Uh -huh. Oh. At least the part about not having anything to worry about. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, you do have a lot of things to worry about. Mm. And, and he's mostly a neutral deity, so he's not really one to like jump in and, and aid on the side of goodness all the time. But, but he, he also disapproves of people attacking one of his temples to get it. Um, he tried to get to you by going through... Well, sorry. Your, your foes, the Inquisitors, attempted to get to you by going through one of Ogma's top ten favorite kobolds in this plane of reality. 
and one of ours as well. Yes. One that when I introduced him, the party was just like, okay, um, we will defend this kobold with our lives. This uh-huh. ancient, very nearsighted kobold. Actually, uh-huh. he, he's also farsighted. Uh, it's, he, he, he has a wide variety of spectacles that he wears, and he usually grabs the wrong set Aww. at any given time. See, we his, love him. Yes. His, he is precious and must be protected. His perception is a negative number. Oh. <laughs> him and Chroma. Um, <laughs> different reasons. <laughs> yeah. v- very different, different reasons. reasons. <laughs> Infirmary has led to his passive perception being a negative number. However, his insight is through the roof. Um, which is basically, that was the defining thing I created about him, and then I built the character around that concept. But never mind about that. He is precious and must be protected. Yes. So when you were sent back to the library, after Ogma had a conversation with you, in wherever he took you to, after the whole, hey, I'm going to end this battle by coming in instead of someone's guardian of faith being cast. I'm just going to show up instead because technically if I'm protecting you, I guess I'm a guardian and I'm a literal mm-hmm. god. So therefore, faith, I guess must that be works. Faith. Yep. Yeah. So he stopped that. You had your conversation. He said he was having multiple conversations at the same time because he can do that. He developed that skill to be able to read multiple books at the same time because God of Knowledge, Thandron was just a little bit jealous. Maybe very jealous. It might be that Ogma pointed out that he could do that because it was definitely a flex towards Thandron. But you returned and it was nighttime. And that's where we ended it last session. And Herb one of sad. The- Get that trident. Oh, yeah. It turns out that the trident is possibly almost definitely one of the fragments that you can use for the ritual that Ogma told you about, that he gave Thandrin the knowledge <sighs> about. Fun fact, Thandrin as a monk who has only taken levels of monk can't really cast rituals. Oops. Uh, can any... Wait, clerics can, right? Yes, but you're going to have to find a way. This is something that I, I knew when I planned this. But it's going to be fun to have the party realize and try to figure out, okay, well, if Thandrin knows how to do this, but Thandrin can't do this, how do we do this? Anyway, you need several items, at least three, more is better, that you can use to, um, as part of this ritual that will banish Argonia from known existence, basically, which would prevent Argonia from being able to come after you, which Argonia has been doing. Um, because she's a sore loser. Well, there, she did lose her brother, and you selfishly decided to not help her bring her brother back. If she had been willing, I mean, not that Burp was there, but I feel that if she had been honest with people and found some other way to do it that wasn't going to, like, completely destroy them at the end, they might have helped more. Not completely destroy them. They would have lived on as part of her brother. And... And really, they'd all died once anyway. This was all, like, borrowed time as it was. But that's that's besides the point. That's all besides being the point. Being dead and being absorbed by a sea god are different states. And honestly, I feel like the first's generally better. Morley might have a slightly different opinion 
considering where Morley went. Eh, the weather was nice. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's mimicking his father, who would like the temperature around a volcano or something. You know? Yes, but there, there is nothing enjoyable <laughs> about the first layer of hell. Right. Mm-hmm. If you import ambrosia, it turns foul instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But never mind about that. <laughs> Argonia so, was not honest with her intentions, and therefore, well... She should have been honest. Honesty is the best policy. She was totally honest. She just wiped her feet on the truth a bit. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, yeah. with that said, you are all in the courtyard of the library. And as soon as you appear, one of the librarians who happened to be in the courtyard sees you. Imagine, if you will, the Metal Gear Solid <coughs> thing with a little exclamation point appearing above their head, and they run <laughs> off. Okay, we have freaked out the librarian. Sudden appearance seems to be a problem here. Hmm. I mean, not it's everyone dark. teleports into the middle of the courtyard after a literal god has taken them away. True. <laughs> so, we go back to the inn, perhaps? I feel like it um, might be rude to just uh, wander off if he's going to go get someone. Hmm. I thought he was running away because we scared him. But he could be going to get someone, especially if he's scared. That makes sense. I mean, many of the librarians are considered to be very low-level NPCs, so therefore there isn't much of a difference (laughs) between running away to get somebody and running away because you're scared. Mm. Also, they tend to be a very nerdy group. The difference (laughs) is whether uh, they're going to come back with someone who wants to talk to us. You're sort of half right. And with that, Bookworm shows up. Bookworm! Yes, it's not me specifically who wants to talk with you, uh, but Torrent would like to say a few words before you leave. Okay. Are they nice words, or are they words about how he's mad at us? Our God manifested to help save you. I don't think anyone here could be mad at you right now. And as those words come out of Bookworm's mouth, don't, you can you baby. can hear the gears turning in his I head, don't. and he says, "Don't test that, though." Right. Yeah. He might have been saying books. that to some of you more than others. <laughs> Still, don't lick the books. <sighs> Burp remembers fondly the the book that she temporarily held. That was a book on how to lick books. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It was damp. <laughs> it was damp. It, it 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 had already been read <laughs> and worked on. Mm-hmm. There, are, so, there were worksheets. And the, the worksheets lick were here. damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Bookworm leads you into a room that looks like it's it's a combination office and bedroom. Uh, there there's some of those privacy things that that are set up near where the bed is probably you can't see the bed from here but this is very clearly a multi-purpose area for torrent because when you're that old you don't really want to have to go too far i mean it takes about a half hour for him to walk across the courtyard um step step tap step step tap over and over again it's quite possible no one will admit this but it's quite possible that when there are no outsiders within line of sight in order to speed things up, someone picks him up and carries him as far as he's willing to let them do it (laughs) to get him to a destination. 
should put them on the, the book carts. I mean, they've got library book carts, right? He needs his own library book cart. Now I'm thinking of the Old Spice parody that someone made for a library, <laughs> which is a great video if you can ever find it on YouTube, but never mind about that. Uh, that's going to be my set. That's going to be my saying for most of this session. Apparently, never mind about that. Um, but never mind about that. Um, anyway, Torrent is there, and he did have his nose in a book because, of course, he did. Uh, there are several open books on his desk, and as you come in, uh, he turns and, and looks in vaguely in your direction. He might actually be looking at the coat rack that that's next to where you are, but. In his defense, Burple it's wave. rather tall. Purple wave, and hopefully the movement will will help. It, his vision is not based on movement. His vision is uh, based on he can't see you. Well, that too. Um, so you can see movement oh, a little bit. So, so, so you've arrived. Wonderful, wonderful. Agma told me that it would be a bit longer for you. He wanted to uh, make sure your pursuers had given up a little bit. Something like that. Anyway, uh, the arrangements have been made. Uh, here are your tickets. And he goes and, and hands out an envelope, but not in the direction of any of you. It turns out the being who is closest to the direction he's holding it happens to be Quincy. Oh. <laughs> and for the briefest of moments, no one moves. And then Quincy just comes over and kind of just like takes the envelope out of, out of Torrance's hand. Uh, with his mouth and and walks it over, starts off going towards Burp, and then for some reason thinks better of it, <laughs> and walks over to Zuda, <laughs> sits and wags his tail. <laughs> that does this seem like a better idea. Yeah. Thank you, so the train will be leaving in about an hour, so I hope you all have a wonderful trip. Thank you. We'll see you soon. We hope. You you were told about the train, weren't you? Um, I don't remember. Were we? You were not. I don't remember hearing about the train, no. Hmm. Burp will shake her head. We adapt that's quickly. Okay. Oh, that, that's for the best, for the best. Uh, yes, uh, well, apparently one of the fastest ways to get to the Baronies is by train. Uh, the train's been there, the tracks have been there for quite some time. Turns out, uh, one of the oldest train stops on the planet happens to be right under our feet. Well, not directly under, over to the side a little. You get the idea, you get the idea. Uh, for the longest time, it wasn't really in use, but it turns out uh, times change, and it, it's mostly used for trade goods, but they do happen to have uh, some cars that are meant for passengers. Oh. Um, yes, yes. They're not used very frequently. Apparently, uh, there have been complaints, not about the quality of the cars. They're top-notch, I'm, I'm told. Uh, but perhaps um, the train tracks were built with expediency in mind as opposed to comfort. Well, that'll get us where we're going faster, huh? Well, unless one of you knows how to cast teleportation, yes. Uh-uh. No, that is not something I can do. Can you tell us which of the baronies we're going to? Uh, Bardia first. Uh, that's, to be fair, uh, looking at this particular group, most of the baronies you would not be welcome. Morally I mean, one of you is gre a greenish blur, one of you is a reddish blur. Aww. 
one of you is a bluish blur. I mean, you're, you're a great box of crayons, but they're, they're a little racist. But Bardia? Yes, I am aware, yes. Mm-hmm. Bardia's kind of nice. I think you'd like it. But you won't be staying there. I'm told that you need to go to Kavrim. We do. Yes. Uh, there's no train to Kavrim, but it shares a border with the barony. And that envelope I gave you also has a, a letter in it for uh, Baron Ansel, if, if you need it. I, I've never met him myself, but I'm told he's a nice guy. Then, um, thank you. I'm sorry we brought trouble to your door. You brought our god to our door. Mm, this is true. Most times when a deity comes knocking, trouble either precedes or follows them. It's part of the cost. Because they're real busy. (laughs) You have no idea, my friend. So, you don't have much time. You should probably go to the train station. It's often uh, this direction. And a bookworm just slowly guides um, Torrent's arm to point at about a 90 degree different (laughs) direction than where he first pointed. Okay. No one says anything. No. We would never. I I was referring to my NPCs. None of the NPCs say anything, but Mm -hmm. uh, you you have free will. And Bookworm coughs a little bit and says, I'll um, have one of the librarians escort you. Burp will salute and follow people out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Morley will follow Burp to see where, you know, well, if she's following people, she'll... uh, Morley will stay near Burp, just in case. Before he leaves, before he leaves, Quincy goes over and uh, gives Torrent just one lick on the face. Just one. It's it's as the door is closing that you hear it... (laughs) <laughs> Torrent holds it in until he thinks you're out of sight. Oh. <laughs> See, you, Quincy knows how to lick too. <laughs> well, for Quincy, it's instinct. Mm-hmm. True, dog. Are we for sure Burp, it's not instinct for Burp? Mm-hmm. Well, from yeah. from Quincy. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> All right, you are escorted to the train station, which is underground. So you ha- you go to a building, and the building's kind of nice. There's a ticket sales kiosk inside. But you are able to show the tickets that are within the envelope you've been given. There's several things in the envelope. One is tickets. One is a sealed letter for Ansel, Baron of Bardia. And there's also a map giving directions for how to get from the train station in Bardia to the Tower of Kavrim. But otherwise, the envelope is, that, that's all the envelope has. Uh, but you're able to show those tickets, and they lead you down a flight of stairs to a train that is painted black and red and has a significant number of cars, although most of them look like they're, they're really meant for storage as opposed to their passenger cars. Like They don't have any windows or anything. However, there's several cars in the front that do have windows. And as you look through them, you see like chandelier-style lights hanging in them and stuff. And the, <sighs> there are staff wearing uh, uniforms that are red with gold buttons 
down the front that ask if you would like them to help with with the bags. Uh, Still not sure Burp has much in the way of a bag, and she would probably like to hang on to it herself. Yeah, Marley has... Also, she could probably lift half of these people on her own. (laughs) Your your adventurers who have spent most of your journeys in this campaign without, you know, ability to ride in things. Yeah. So I imagine you don't have a lot in the way of bags. All right. Uh, However, the, the request is made, and they are able to give you a tour. It turns out, because... The train was built for accommodating passengers, but most people with the means to purchase passage on a train have decided that riding on the train is not for them. There's not a lot of passengers. So they tried lowering the price of the tickets. And it turned out when people said, oh, now I can afford this. Let's go on the train. They ended by saying, let's not do that again. (laughs) So... They'd already lowered the price. They decided, well, what if we just give more for the money? So each of those tickets is for your own train car suite. Oh. I think I should still stay with Burp. That is fine. I wouldn't lick everything. I know, but you'll you'll get to lick more things if I can cast prestidigitation after. Smack. In my head, (laughs) Cannon. And. Please, Beth, tell me if this is not the case. Well, well actually, I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask. Have you, mm-hmm. upon entering this train, already licked some surfaces? Possibly not, because people tend to fuss at you if you lick things where they can see. <laughs> now, you see, here's the thing. That wasn't a no. <laughs> that was a, I don't think anyone Plus. saw me. Right. I mean, just one or two things that were, like, extra shiny or a really we, beautiful color. We, we will leave this up to the audience's imagination for what surfaces may or may not have been sampled. <laughs> okay. So, it, it looks like Ryan is choosing to stay in the same car that Burp is choosing to stay in. Uh-huh. Um, I believe that is a unilateral decision. Burp is okay with it. It will work. You just need at least one adult with this child, and it will be fine. Well, one adult we and Quincy, to... because Quincy's following Burp. Ah, okay. We don't want to pay the unintended minor fee. All right. Yes. Uh, also, um, th- there was some argument about pets and whether or not they're allowed, but once the staff were convinced that Burp is, in fact, a service animal... Um, I mean, to a god. (laughs) Divine service animal. That's Quincy. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I said burp. Uh (laughs) That was a joke. Burp is the service animal, obviously. (laughs) Quincy's not technically a dog. Quincy's a celestial being Mm -hmm. who sheds Mm -hmm. and occasionally chews on things. And probably sheds feathers occasionally. Well, um, there is a molting season. We we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but yes, you. I'm are... glad I can press the digitate. <laughs> is, is there anyone else who chooses to share a, a train car, or are you going to relax in your luxurious accommodations? Like the the chairs are covered in red velvet. Oh, fancy! Each car has its own. Velvet is not actually good. 
as as opposed to uh, including bathroom, which has toilet, bathtub, running water, running heated water. And apparently the way the lights are configured, you're told this by the staff, if the outside is dark enough, the lights come on. If the outside is bright enough, the lights turn off. So you don't need to adjust anything. I have a terrible suspicion Burp is going to start playing in the bathtub pretty soon. (laughs) Not necessarily getting into the bathtub, just sort of running it and and splashing her arms in it. Much like the cats in their water bowl. (laughs) You gotta make sure you know how deep it is. And whether or not it's a clear liquid. They just like to dig it. And also they want the feet water. Yeah. They dip their their paws in the water and then they lick their paws and then eventually... One of them wants to only go after the water that has had paws in it. <laughs> there is a mud. That's, that's oh. Percy. And he will tip the clean water into the water in the mouth so he can drink the feet water. <laughs> you know, the, the dish that I have for my cat also has a moat and um, confirmed. Um <laughs> I'm also told that cats are very, very, very farsighted, so it's quite possible that cats can't see water that is close enough for them to drink. Hmm. Unless it's filthy. <laughs> and even Burp then, is not it's a doing that. Yeah. Burp is not doing that. Burp is just running warm water in the bathtub and going splash, 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 splash. Okay. So the train starts to get moving. And uh, there is apparently some speaker system set up. So the conductor comes on and says, this is your conductor speaking, is a train that is going to be going the entire length of Circulus. Well, not for everyone who's on the train, because you'll be getting up before then. But we serve the entirety of Circulus. Well, mostly the entirety of Circulus. There are some countries that we don't go to for various reasons. There's, it's a long story. Let's not get into that. Point is, it's going to be a long, fun ride. Hope you enjoy it. I'm told that we actually have passengers this time. Oh, oh, um, okay. Truth be told, I just like talking into this thing. Usually there's no one but the crew who hears me. So, um... Hi, I'm not actually the conductor. I, I just like to pretend I am and people go along with it. I'm I'm gonna go now. <laughs> he has created a podcast. Please <laughs> keep all hands and arms inside the vehicle. We'll be leaving in five minutes. Bing bong. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> and the train slowly starts to gain speed. Um, there's no point where you feel like it's it's like super accelerating, so th- none of you has to roll to see if you're pressed up against the back wall of your car, uh, which is fortunate, especially since Burp is probably already p- playing in the bath, and, <laughs> and fluid dynamics would be a thing. Sploosh. Burp may <laughs> leave the bathtub to go press her face against the window instead. It's mostly dark outside. Um, occasionally you see just enough to realize that you are, in fact, still in a tunnel. Back to the bathtub. I think Zuba's going to go to sleep. And then suddenly you're not in the tunnel. And it's really bright outside. And then it's dark. Back to the window. (laughs) This is Amtrak. Yeah. So, (laughs) So, Sorry, I've been on that. (laughs) Yes. So here's the thing. The train track was built with expediency in mind. So it doesn't necessarily care 
about the topography of the area around it. So for a lot of it, it's underground, but if the ground goes down too far, then the trench is going to be above ground. Now there are some areas where building the track was too much of a problem. So they just make sure the train has enough acceleration when it gets to those parts. <laughs> and now you know why most people choose to not buy a ticket. <laughs> because you can say most people choose. You can say that there hasn't been any train accidents in three years. And what people will hear is three years ago there was a pretty bad train accident. Uh-huh. Okay. I wasn't mean, the train accident three years ago? Five years ago, there was an incident in one of our campaigns where um, there were some underground creatures, purple worms, in fact. Oh, um, I remember this. And a train station. And that, that was a problem. But Why there's been I an accident think... since then that Why has happened think... off screen. One, uh, for some reason, I was thinking that uh, the... Um... Hidden Abyss group. I don't know why I was thinking the Hidden Abyss group did oh, I don't know. something. I don't think I put the Hidden Abyss group on a train. I yeah, could be I wrong. Don't, I don't know. Why Why was I thinking train? I don't know. We were in a cart? We were in a cart. You were in a cart <laughs> and bad things were happening while you were on that cart. Um, oh, okay. That Yeah, I, I was probably thinking cart, train? It, it was above yeah. ground, although the thing that was chasing after you was only partially above the ground. Right, right. And it was eating everything Always that alarming. you passed. Very alarming. Yeah. Yes. Well, anyway. Someone got a new deity on that day. <laughs> you might meet them if this game doesn't get... <laughs> oh, no! Anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, so, it's, well, um... I... I I have planned enough that if it happens tonight, it happens tonight. If it doesn't happen tonight, it doesn't happen tonight. But okay. you might meet them tonight. We'll see. So because Morley's you're on your way to, to meet them. Oh, okay. So Morley's yeah. going to sit in wherever he's been, his car or wherever that is, and flip through the book he got on ancient draconic weaving technique and just try to start making patterns. Okay. Aww. And And Burp is playing in the bathtub mm-hmm. or with the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. What's everyone else doing? I am supervising Burp. Well, I mean, I was supervising Burp while um, maintaining my sword, but uh, considering the uh, whole jump, I think I should put the sharp object away. I mean, you've wielded your sword while airborne before, although most Usually of those times you were under your own power. power. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I know Chris is not here, but I'm almost certain Fandrin is reading a book. Definitely. Zuda? Zuda's asleep. That's fair. The cleric of a god of twilight and dreams is sleeping? <laughs> That's out of character. <laughs> All right. No, this is out of character. This is in character. <sighs> <laughs> if Zuda doesn't have inspiration, Zuda has inspiration. Oh, wow. And it, it's great that you, you each have the the privilege of your own train car should you want it. Because <laughs> for the longest time, everyone's had to hear snoring. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's only Ryan that has to hear the snoring. Mm-hmm. Because 
if whether or not Burp is snoring, I assure you, Quincy does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and every so often, a little. <laughs> he has been known to chase after a rabbit or two in his sleep. Adorable. Yes. With wing flapping. With wing well, twitching. Yeah, that, that, that gets to be a bit more problematic. There, there was that one time you fell asleep by the fireplace. That happened in the library, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Canonically, it did. <laughs> I just left out that part. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we played this game in Discord because the GIF game is strong among my friends. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, it is turning out to be very much like your typical train ride, which is it's it can be fun or boring, depending on who you are, um, because you have you can have alone time. You can chat with people. You can stare out the window for hours, although most of the trip is underground. So staring out the window for hours doesn't have the, the same excitement as an above ground train. Uh, you can have my cat attack my arm repeatedly while I'm describing oh, no. this. Oh, no. Therefore, distracting me somewhat. <laughs> I'm, I wasn't paying him enough attention. And we were talking about cats earlier. Fragile so, pinata. Um, yes, I am a fragile pinata, and he is trying to got, get candy. Right. Put it. Please. Oh. Okay, I'm bleeding. Oh, no. Uh, oh, yep. Not the first time, Grab won't the be the last. Antibiotic ointment. Claw clippers. <laughs> I actually have um, medical-grade alcohol here next to me for a reason. Oops. <laughs> yes. Um, but never mind about that. Oh, there, I said it again. <laughs> um, so there's going to be things that are happening on the train. And just to make sure I do get to everyone, I'm not saying we're starting combat right now. However, I would like to play with using the encounter tracker to make sure I go down the list properly. Okay. So if everyone could roll an initiative for me. I got a I assume 14, I should 12. not be using advantage. I there mean, you can if you really want to. I just rolled a nat 20 for Thandrin, in case Chris stops him. Oh, no. I used up his nat 20. Oh, no. <laughs> rolled a nat 20. So, oh. 19. Well, Thandrin's nat 20 took it to 24. Oh, I see. Oh, so I guess if I if we don't add the extra, I would have an eleven instead of a fourteen. Oh, we're we're, we're adding it. Okay, so I have a fourteen. So, yeah. Oh. And this is our first game together um, for this campaign where the encounter tracker saves progress. Oh. So that's nice. Or it'll go horribly wrong, whichever. Yeah. Or both. So they can be both. There's overlap. Okay, I need to plug some other things in. Give me a second here. I need to roll for the puppy. All these sleepy kittens and puppies are going to send the player to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Which reminds me that I accidentally slept until 3 a.m. because my phone, for some reason, decided to power off. And guess where my alarm is? Oh, P.M. Surely, not a.m. We were awake at 3 a.m. I said PM. I heard AM. I said PM. I think your sleep schedule and mine are pretty similar. We have a sleep schedule. Well, I don't really have a sleep schedule, but it sounds like the hours might, we might be awake at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. 
I apologize for the delay. I am sorting a thing. That's fine. That's okay. We'll amuse ourselves. You've never amused yourselves before. Not at all. What? Never? <laughs> what is wrong with this little puppy here? In this Somebody got, got woken up. Too early. Too early. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, and they're looking out the window. Yeah. That's inside a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Window could be closed. Maybe. And one of my birds is singing. They're happy about something. Oh, happy burb, hopefully. Happy burb. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I managed to get some video the other day of robins attacking a uh, broad-shouldered hawk. Oh, it was robins? hilarious. Wow. Robins. I've never there seen robins this... do it. Well, they were the ones making the alarm cries anyway. Ah. And I didn't get a good look at which ones were dive bombing it, but I it's perched there and there's these trick 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 alarm cries and then this you know, little bird comes swooping past it and it hawk flinches and then quines. <laughs> it was whining a lot and yelling about things, but no, no, they would not leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. We have a group of crows that tag teams any hawks that come through here. They've decided that the mobile home park I'm in is theirs, and uh, they will defend it. <laughs> you know? yep. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can find it on. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so, we're going to start off with Thandrin. Now, Chris is not here, so we just imagine, if you will, Thandrin gets to the next chapter, and there's a plot reveal. And Thandrin just goes, <laughs> <gasps> they wouldn't. They did. <laughs> nice. But that would mean, oh my gosh, in chapter three, they knew all along. And then he turns the page. Cut to mm-hmm. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing. <coughs> Sorry. Here's the thing. Uh, you know how I said the lights go on and off depending on if it's light outside or dark outside? Mm-hmm. You have learned there's a slight delay. So when you go back into a tunnel, there's a period of darkness. And then the light is not at the end of the tunnel. The light does come on. Well, I can cast light. Yeah, well, it's, it's not that long a delay. It's a few seconds. I also have dark vision, so. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> Even dark vision does take canonically a little bit of time to adjust. It's not instant. It, it's Fair. not enough of a delay that it, it's not something where in combat we say, well, your dark vision isn't working right now. You've got six seconds. But there's a moment. Fair. And, and that moment is enough for two individuals to appear in the car with you. All right. I'm you know going to one draw of my... them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, you keep, keep saying what you were saying. That, that's a valid reaction because one of them is the paladin from yesterday. All right. I am definitely going to draw my sword and point it at them. You. You. You teleported into our train car. I don't see your name on it. The person who's with them just taps him on the shoulder and... And sort of just like gives a, a head gesture over to the door where there's actually a little placard that, that says burp in cursive. And gold <laughs> because this is burp's train car. Brian's just in it. <laughs> okay. I don't see your name on it. Yeah. The, the point is your, your specific name is not on this particular. 
All okay, right, so aside so from avoiding ticket costs, what are you doing here? Isn't it obvious? We're here for you. Okay, let's move forward. Oh, my. <laughs> Morley? Mm-hmm. In this same moment, that, that period of between being able to see and being able to see, mm-hmm. and being <laughs> able to see, all, right. all for different reasons, because dark vision and all that. Dark vision. Um, someone else appears in your train car. They are not, however someone you've seen before okay i look at the person um hello they, they are tiefling they I are blink a few times to see if it is in fact my father it is <laughs> definitely not okay not all tieflings look alike that is so racist of you no he was just hoping to see his father <laughs> i have a picture of the tiefling okay uh they are their head is clean shaven they may or may not all tieflings grow hair on their heads, but mm-hmm. if he does grow hair, he shaves. He's wearing spectacles with one of those little beaded cords that you can put around your neck, like little old ladies will use. Well, little old ladies and torrent. Ah. I should specify, and torrent. The only difference between this artwork and how he appears to you is his clothing is actually a dark blue. Oh, Okay. Do I recognize him or is No, you do not. You've never seen this tiefling before. Okay. I was Hi. told that you are the cinnamon roll. Uh, well, yes. Hopefully, we are not going to have any difficult. What are you talking about? I am sitting here weaving. I'm not hurting anyone. That's fine. Would you, would, would you like a friendship bracelet? I'm learning how to make them from this book here with the... Uh, uh, the dragons, um, not quite the right word, but that. Many, the, many colors. The gesture is appreciated. However, I am under orders. You will be coming with me. Whose orders are you under? Cut to. <laughs> uh, next in the initiative happens to be the best of doggos. Um, he just lets out a low growl. He, he's still over to the side like he's sleeping, but while he is sleeping, he starts to growl. Burp, you're next in the initiative. What do you do in the situation? Well, Burp was playing in the water and then heard Ryan talking to people, possibly outside of the bathing area, and is going to peek out and see who is there. You see uh, the paladin from last time, and the person next to him is also wearing cloth clothing. Uh, Well, the paladin's wearing plate armor that's enameled blue just like before. The guy next to him is wearing cloth, not armor. Uh, He does have a sword and somewhat darker skin, a beard, and oh oh yeah, glowing blue eyes. That's, that's, that is a little weird. The glowing blue eyes thing is, is, that's not normal. Should probably Uh have led with that. I feel, yeah, well, I feel that Burp, oh, does the one in plate armor see like wearing a helmet? He's not currently wearing a helmet. Burp would like to rage. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy with the glowing eyes just says, I really hope your goblin washed her hands. <laughs> That's My all she's goblin. <laughs> you see, Burp's intent whenever the GM feels like it, unless anything happens, is going to be to climb the closest enemy like a tree and attach yourself to their face and bunny kick them into submission. You're a cat. 
You're basically a cat. <laughs> yeah, and possibly bite their heads, which is also kind of a cat because, well. Okay, Zuda, I believe you're sleeping. Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, we're gonna go back up to the top now. <laughs> Something happens in Thandrin's room. None of you knows what it is. It's possible that he's going back and rereading chapter three because knowing now what he knows, he needs to see if he missed anything in chapter three. It could be. That could be what's taking place. I'll never tell. That's a bold-faced lie. I will reveal it later. We are back into Burp's car. <laughs> the one in plate armor is going to draw his sword. That's a very good rendition. <laughs> <laughs> it's One could argue it is photorealistic. Oh... <laughs> Mad Max said, draw and draw right now. So Irving drew, drew a picture of a cow. <laughs> it's an older joke, but it checks out, sir. You want to keep fighting? I can do that. Actually, I'd prefer if you came quietly and peacefully, but I know that's not going to happen. And it's the Inquisitor's turn, so he's going to take a strike. <laughs> he foolishly attempts to strike for Rhine. <laughs> because he and the belt is on one. Because he he has not realized yet that Ryan is the one who will not bite your face. <laughs> that's a nope. That's a thirty. Ooh, Someone crit, huh? Uh, no, eighteen plus twelve. Ew. Somewhere near, he says, "Huh, that's almost as high as my bonus." <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Neri's on the moon and cannot help in this situation. <laughs> right, right. Curses. Um, huh. Neri takes a minus 10 to aim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an arrow shoots from the moon. <laughs> You've heard of moonshot, but not in this direction. <laughs> not shoot for the moon, shoot from the moon. <laughs> the, the, there's... Um, this idea of using like tungsten rods uh, it is dropping them from orbit and mm -hmm. the kinetic impact of them hitting the ground is worse than a nuclear weapon but no fallout. Rods from God. Yes. Imagine if you will an arrow from Neri. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's enchanted it's magical it isn't destroyed by s simple little things like re-entry. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's not canon. That. That's not canon. I, I just realized this is not the group to come up with this theory in front of. Especially since Miri is able to make non-magical arrows magical. <laughs> reentry arrows. It's, it's possible that the heat of reentry would reach like volcano temperatures, and volcanoes are known to be able to destroy magical items. Somewhere in a volcano in Plantain, well, north of Plantain, there's a red dragon that goes, finally, they have somewhere else they can go. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, kind of, well, the objective of arrows is that they don't have a whole lot of air resistance. This is true. With that said... How much damage am I taking? Yes, I was about to get to that. <laughs> I love how we hit this digression before damage was... If, some, oh. if Burp had been struck at... Any 
period of time during this, Ryan could have said, I use my shield. Because <laughs> I never got to the damage. <laughs> um, you're going to take 14 points of slashing damage and 17 psychic damage. That, so that's um, 31? That would be, I believe, 31, yes. Now, all you, right. you've all had a long rest. So make sure you've pressed the long rest button. So you're all starting this combat with a full tank. Please. Yeah, so well, I'm yeah, not quite ready, but... <laughs> yeah, the dining car is also tricked out, just so you know. So we have the full tank, we have a full healer, <laughs> we have full DPS. Yes. <clears throat> we have a full doggo. Oddly <laughs> enough, the, the meal times have a strange schedule because they try to only serve meals on parts of the track where you're guaranteed to not go airborne. I... Mm. I'm multi-class. I don't count as a full anything. <laughs> you're the shield wall. You're the tank. The other tank. You're, you're the, the tank that maintains tank. aggro through DPS. Um, but yes, that's the damage that you're taking from that strike. How, do you have a rebuttal? Because it's now your turn. I think that I do. First rebuttal. Uh, quickened cure wounds. On myself, I would like to not be nearly bloodied. Where are my sorcery points? I have so many things under features and traits. <laughs> Mood. Yeah, multi-class. Uh, excuse me, D&D Beyond. Please actually roll those for me, would you? I heal 11 of that damage. And now I would like to cast Inflict Wounds. Also, Ryan would like to rage. <laughs> <laughs> they learned it from watching Burp. That's Ryan's secret, Cap. <laughs> they secretly also angry. took a level in Barbarian. <laughs> I am always angry, but I am not raging because then I could not cast Inflict Wounds. Being a Barbarian would not help. Uh, I am using my inspiration. Oh, that's worse. Uh, I assume a 16 will not hit. Um, not someone wearing full plate, no. Indeed. All right, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, next up. Morley next? No. Oh, dear. Next up is the person in the room with Morley. Okay. Boo. <clears throat> I need to make sure I'm looking at the right sheet. Okay. Because e everyone in this encounter has different abilities. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, this is too good to not read out loud. Ryan accidentally casts inflect wounds. Wound. Wounds. Wound. Will wound. Wounded. Wounding. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have wound it. Okay, um, Morley. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm going to need you mm -hmm. to make a saving throw. Um, Which kind? Which? I am. Well, here's the thing. This mm -hmm. person is being creative with their spell casting. So I've. Oh, there we go. Constitution. Constitution? Okay. Yes. Let me hit the right button here. I have a seven total. <laughs> okay. Uh, you lose your footing, you oh. don't fall down. But you lose your footing. You are um, now hovering about a foot off the ground. You cannot reach 
a surface. Do I still have my loom? Because I will just keep weaving. Yes. <laughs> that is what I'm going to do. Okay, so you have me in the air now, but just let me finish this part. It, it will unravel otherwise, and it will be tragic. So I'm just going to continue on. And um, So tell me, who sent you to come get me? The High Inquisitor, of course. Hmm, interesting. And what does the High Inquisitor want? You will be put on trial for your crimes. For what crimes? And munchies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, what crimes would this be, exactly? I'm told you already know. You I have had, no idea. You had a hand in attempting to bring back Njarl. I don't think that's so. I don't think that's so. You're confusing him with another god we brought back. We didn't bring back Narl. No. No, you did not bring back Narl, but you attempted it. I don't see how we attempted it. We brought back a different god that is not Narl. I think there's some confusion in translation here. Bringing but... back the wrong god is irrelevant. The attempt was made, and therefore you need to stand trial. I do not remember trying to bring back the Narl. I've never met Narl. I don't know much about him. It is definitely not my patron, so... I don't you think have you have much of a case. Who's your patron, may I ask? <laughs> I smile. Asmodeus. Yes. Well, uh, there are plenty <laughs> of other things that we can put you on trial for then. I appreciate your confession. Thank you. Moving Whatever. forward. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to keep weaving like... I don't care. I, I, I love this. I absolutely <laughs> I love care. this. Let's have combat. We're going to RP during our turn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Because this person is not like actively trying to harm you, so no, he's just you don't annoying. have anyone that you're going to Eldritch Blast in the face. If you were in the same room with Ryan, this would be another then story entirely. Yes, but with this, it's like, more or less just like, oh, come on. You know? <laughs> Let me finish my waving, okay? <laughs> okay. Quincy leaps into action. Action says, ow. <laughs> Bite the glowing one in the butt. Bite the glowy-eyed one in the butt. Sorry. That is not Quincy's first for choice. Burp to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, Quincy's not, not going for someone's butt. Oh, okay. Um, Quincy actually goes for Ryan's face. Aww. Eight points of damage healed. Aww. Thank you. Now, it was a flying attack for Ryan's face. So, it's, <gasps> imagine, if you will, a flyby licking. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Somewhat well, literal, hope, because wings. Somewhat, I, I hope those are big cars. <laughs> somewhat flying, because small car, so therefore wings were not fully extended. But big doggo, big doggo can jump. Um, Quincy lands on, on the other side of Ryan, facing your opponents, and continues to growl. Burp. Quincy, parkour. Can Burp climb Mr. Plate Mail like a tree and attach herself to his face and bunny kick and bite. Um, Burp can certainly try. Okay. Burp wants I, to make I an will, unarmed attack. I will say that this is a contested athletics check. Not acrobatics? Actually, no. Athletics is good. I'll take athletics. Athletics is good. Give me athletics, yes. I roll athletics? You may roll athletics. 18. Actually, no. That's a 24. <laughs> oh, right. Nice. Um, right. However, um, I, I rolled against this, and well, this guy's got a pretty decent bonus. That's an eight. Does he have a bonus of 20? 
No, no, with the bonus. That's oh. an eight. Did did he crit fail? He did not crit fail. Um, but it doesn't matter. You you are you have climbed Mount Paladin. <laughs> Do you wish to plant a flag? I believe that Burp would like to plant all the toenails, all the fingernails, all the teeth, and also do Fury of the Small. Okay, we're going to start off with an unarmed strike, so that's, um, just roll your strength. Okay, I, I click you the thing that says unarmed strike, right? Uh, yeah, actually, yes, what you do. That's also an 18 plus, um... That's a 24, a 24 will hit. <laughs> um, and, and because you're not a monk, your damage from doing that... Um, before things like Fury of the Small is going to be your strength bonus plus one. So what's your strength bonus? Do I, my strength bonus is a mere two. So, okay, so alas, it is going to Three points four. of fingernails to the face damage. Okay, three points of that. And then Fury of the Small, which is another nine. And remember to add your zealot barbarian thing. I'm not sure I... Do, do I add the zealot barbarian if I'm not using a weapon at the moment? You're doing damage. True. Okay, so that that's that one with the radiant divine fury thing. You yep. are a weapon. True. Okay, so there's an additional six. <laughs> I love this. So nine plus six plus three, is it? I, I was putting in the damage as you were coming up with it, so I don't know uh, okay. what the total is, but I have added the damage in. Okay. You, you have done significant amounts of damage to this person's face. They are somewhat nonplussed it's the part of them that isn't armored um they say could you do something about this please (laughs) actually at this point it's possible that their nose is in burp's mouth so it's like could you do something about this it doesn't sound dramatic (laughs) or intimidating at all far from it i just had a great idea Oh, no. <laughs> the DM is intrigued. However, um, the paladin just used a legendary action to have his ally make an attack at the end of Burp's turn. They pull out a longsword, and they swing at Burp. That is a dirty 20. I think Ryan wanted... Suddenly, Burp is on the ground... And Ryan is attached to the paladin's face. <laughs> because that's how the shield works. <laughs> the only person who anticipated this was Ryan, and I would argue that it's quite possible even Ryan is somewhat surprised. Can this paladin support a, a knockoff aftermarket paladin upon their head. I am head. carrying 124 pounds of thing. I... <laughs> you have no armor, you, you have a shield. So here, I'm going to check for damage because Ryan's taking some damage. Yes. And once we've done that, I am going to make a strength check. I just feel like there is a lot of Rhine and Rhine accessory that just landed on his face. (laughs) I love this game so freaking much. 
and I think 15 minutes ago I said we were going to take a break in uh-huh. chat at the end of this turn, but this round is just. <laughs> I love this so. You got to finish the round. <laughs> yes, we got to finish the round. Um, so first of all, that is eight points of slashing damage. How much psychic? And 18 force damage. Ouch. <clears throat> And now I get to make a strength check to see if the paladin can ca- stay standing while Ryan and Ryan accessories <laughs> are in play. So I um, took. I would say that's. I would say a fifteen is sufficient for them to remain standing. Fair. I I won't say that they're doing this elegantly. <laughs> they may have staggered back a half step and had to plant their feet a little bit. If this was an anime, the the floorboards underneath you would have broken somewhat <laughs> under his feet. Please, yes, but, break through and have your legs down in the, the tracks. <laughs> oh, there's reinforcement under that. Curses. The it it's a laminate floor. It's not all hardwood. <sighs> it, it it was a different type of floor and they decided to change it, so they they went to Lowe's, fantasy Lowe's. <laughs> And, and and they bought some of that stuff you could put on top of floors to make them look like hard. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, so this all happened at the end of Burp's turn. Now it's time for the guy with the long sword to actually get his turn. He is going to do a thing. Nurses, a thing. Yes, <laughs> a thing. He is going to target one creature he can see with 120 feet of him. Um, no one can see 120 feet in this car. <laughs> so it's going to be one of you three. Yeah, there's only like five people in it. Yeah. Um, so he, here's how he takes stock of the situation. He, so he's, an intel- he's an intelligent so person. Feet. Yeah, but one of them's a dog, so 12 feet. Oh, oh yeah, 12 feet, right. After- yeah. He's an intelligent person. The dog, well, slobber damage isn't really a problem. He's not too worried about that. Ryan, well, Ryan's a threat, yes, but Ryan is currently um, engaged. Um, however, there is a small goblin that is not engaged and has already shown a penchant for biting face. So he, pick, uh-huh. he picks Burp as his adversary because he's decided, wait, I've already seen what they can do. <laughs> <laughs> not the face, not the face. <laughs> Those pretty glowy guys, they're next. So, yeah, so Burp, I needed to roll an intelligence saving throw. Oh, oh. no. Intelligence saving I mean, saving at least throw. Burp's intelligence saving throw is better than mine. A 15 okay. is unfortunately not high enough. Curses. Um, <sighs> so here's what's going to happen. Um, your brain feels like it's on fire. It hasn't hurt this bad since someone in the party tried to teach you math the other day. I feel like it was Fandron. Probably. Except this is worse because you didn't have blood coming out of your ears and nose then. Shrieky shriek. Yes. Um, You take 17 psychic damage. Ouch. And when you're raging, are you immune to being stunned? Ah... Me I don't quite think my so. Rage does I know you're immune to being afraid. To resistance to bludgeoning, oh, piercing, slashing, cannot care. It doesn't seem to say that I have any immunities on this okay. particular one. Well, then I... you are stunned until this character's next turn. So you're just going to sit there with your brain on fire. Probably shrieking very, very loudly. Yes. I feel like Burp does not suffer in silence. Mm. 
I could see that. So there's am... just been basically in the <laughs> that's for the next six seconds. In the dining car, a yep. few of the glasses shatter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Over off in the countryside, there are farm dogs that just start to like turn their heads sideways a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, frats! I didn't extra attack. I still have, I forgot to take extra attack. Oh well. Oh well. That has passed. It'd only be another three damage anyway. Okay. Okay. Shrieky shriek. And that is their turn. All right, Zuda, you wake up and realize that you're not alone in the room. I was going to say, I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to sleep through combat noises anyway. Yes. Well, the person in the room with you is sitting in a chair, and they have... You've seen them before. They are the drow that you saw yesterday. They don't look like they are getting ready to fight you. They do have their trident, but it's sitting across their lap. And while they are holding it in place with their their forearms uh, resting on top of it, they... They aren't holding it in their hands. They're not preparing to strike. They're just sitting there. Oh. I'm sorry to intrude. Hello. But we need to talk. Okay. Um, And what do you say we take a short break because we've been playing for over an hour? That's a good idea. I I have something I'd like to say. Okay. Sure. Before, in character, before we take the break? Certainly. So, um, it sounds like there's fighting going on. Yes. Which is the perfect cover for us to have this conversation. It's fairly loud. And uh, I'm afraid it woke me up. How much do you know about me? I know you were telling the truth, and that's why we're going to have this conversation. I'm very glad to hear that. There's one more detail that you should be aware of. Uh, I I assume that's your friends over in the next chamber? By very broad definition. Yes. You see, here's the detail. I'm a cleric of Samana, and your friends woke me up. (laughs) And now we can take our break. My only lament is we didn't get the train sounds in the recording. <laughs> okay, we are at the start of initiative. <laughs> okay. Something Everybody happens. roll for new initiative. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I refuse. As the person who rolled a two. <laughs> okay, first up is the paladin who has a name. He's Inquisitor Nalius. No one's asked. Uh, well, <laughs> he currently has a Rhine. <laughs> I, I hear those can be surgically removed. <laughs> what, He's rivers? welcome to try. <laughs> Actually, that's how he sounds because he just had a burp chewing on his face. I hope he has a nosebleed. There is blood. There is significant blood. <laughs> There's scratches all over. His nose is bleeding? Yeah, I'm it's not, not sure coming out of his nostrils. Bleed. No. <laughs> his nose was was a target of opportunity. <laughs> Unhygienic piercing. Very. <laughs> there was no serialization at all. No. 
Okay. Uh, let's see. What can I do? Burp is standing on the ground thinking, hey, I was tasting that. <laughs> no, Burp is Burp thinking a lot of things right now. Most of them are unrepeatable. Yeah. Yeah. Goblins are brought up. They're, they're not unrepeatable because they're socially socially unrepeatable. They're unrepeatable because we can't speak in high enough a tone. <laughs> Quincy hears it, and Quincy's like, "We're gonna have a conversation later <laughs> about appropriateness." I feel that getting your brain fried is very appropriate for every swear word you know. So, Inquisitor No Knows. Uh, it has, it has an, an action to take. Yes. Yes. Well, there there is still a nose, um, but we're going to have to have... Um, how is this working? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. Uh, it's going to be a contested strength check. Ryan, you need to make a strength check. Can I use athletics? No. No. Ability, the reason why I was asking how this work is I'm reading the details. It specifically says strength check. Oh, because it's a uh, grapple. Oh. It's yeah. Not really, but kind of. No, sort I thought. Of. I'm pretty sure grapples are athletics. I don't remember. Well, either way, this is strength <laughs> only. I mean, frankly, grapples are grapes crossed with save. apples. <laughs> no, it's not a save. I'm proficient role. in athletics. Mm -hmm. I'm proficient in strength saves. It's nothing that you're able to grab purchase on. Ugh. Well, that's not going to make it. What was the roll? On the, I got a three on the die, so it's a five. Ooh. Okay. So you feel this force wrap around you and just shove you across the train car. And you smack up against the wall. You hear the glass of the window behind you crack. And you are being held there like some giant hand just pushed you up there. You are no longer attached to the paladin's face. And he's standing there with his hand outstretched like he's the one who did it, even though you're pretty sure that hand never touched you. I mean... Great, because Sith Lord. And you are currently restrained by a telekinetic grip. <laughs> Strictly speaking, <laughs> we still are at the point where nobody has been pressed up against the back wall of the train. This is true, because the train has slow acceleration. At this point, no one should jump off the train. Mind mm. you, you are going very, very fast at this point. But it doesn't slow down or speed up very quickly. If it does that, something's gone horribly wrong. Which means it still could happen during this campaign, but never mind about that. Okay, so yeah, yeah. that is his action. Ryan. I'm just saying it's, it's a good thing that the, the train doesn't have jaws. Yeah. Because if it did, that's where Eo's character would be. Don't you? Yeah. Okay, so Ryan, at this point, there's nothing you can do. This doesn't have anything... Um, what do you mean there's nothing I can do? Well, there's nothing you can do about being pressed up against the wall. I'm looking over this, and it's not... You, you don't get to make a save against this. I don't care. I don't care if I get to make a save against being pressed up against the wall. I'm, uh, I have seven levels of sorcerer. Having my speed be reduced to zero is not stopping me from doing things. Okay. Valid. <laughs> it, usually when there's something like this taking place, it's something where you get to make a save to stop it from happening or whatever. 
I was looking for that and I don't see it. It is However, your turn. There are things I would like to say first. I don't believe being restrained prevents you from speaking words. Even you. words that you might have been taught by a goblin. Crayola. <laughs> Tintinabulation. Fungible. <laughs> I am trying to be dramatic here. Also, I'm sorry, intelligence of nine. I don't think. I'm not sure they know the word fungible. Anti disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> and might, in fact, think it has something to do with mushrooms. Traguna Tracoides Tracorum Satis D. Oh, wait, no, that's an animated object. I mean, we, we anyway. all know that a non-fungible token is a token that you can't grow mushrooms on. This is right. true. <laughs> How, however, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Ryan is attempting to compose themselves to be dramatic. Yes, yes, Ryan is being dramatic. Not decompose. That would also be potentially involved. Okay, that one's your fault. That's what you. That's what happens when you go to Mozart's grave and you hear his symph his symphonies being played in reverse order. He's decomposing. No. You know, no. I, I don't care if we finish the combat this game because we can save the encounter tracker for next session. But, if all this but, is just riffs and puns, I'm okay with this. But, but it is Ryan, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm 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 yeah, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Also, is, uh, Eo is being serious. Ryan is being serious. Eo is trying to be serious and failing. That's an out of context quote. <laughs> um <laughs> you people you people you you know what I shouldn't be mad at you it's not your fault that your god is willing to sacrifice you for her ego lightning bolt I'm very glad that there's no longer a goblin attached to a face also I don't think you'd cast lightning bolt if that was the case I mean, it's right. Fortun fortunately for this paladin, he is protected by metal armor. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> metal armor, you say? Crash needs to check his notes. <laughs> I'm not checking anything. I'm, I, I'm waiting to be told what my spell save is. Oh, dex save DC 15. That's a 17. And, um, okay, so First. half damage. Is the other one... Not within 10 feet. Okay, good. They learned. Is the there, there, there may have been a previous lightning bolt enough? sent to the sky before. Is the train car big enough to not be within yeah, 10 feet? Yeah, I was going to say, these are really okay, nice sweets. terrible lightning You each have bolt. your own train car, so yes. So 19 divided by 2. That's yes, but Ryan was in Burp's car. Yes, but it's still a whole train car. Okay. It's not it's not very wide, but it has some length to it. Okay. And furthermore, spiritual they, weapon. They made the suites wider at the cost of making the hallways very, very narrow. Mm. This oh. guy probably had to walk down the hallway sideways. What is wrong with this die? Okay, a nine is not going to hit. That was a two on the die. But nevertheless, there is now a spiritual weapon hanging around. Okay. The spiritual weapon hangs around. It's just like, sup. All it right. went slash. He ducked. 
Um, so the Inquisitor Tiefling, who is in the same car as Morley, we're just going to call this group, like, the, the Tiefling car. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? Well, for just this term, because you're about <laughs> to vacate the car. Um, mm. He just reaches out and, and grabs um, loosely onto your jacket and starts to, to pull you through the door. And he, he walks down the hallway with you continuing to weave, I'm assuming. Oh, yes, of um, course. As, as if you are the most bizarre of balloons at the carnival. <laughs> I'll be done with this in a moment. If you just stop, it'd be a little easier. But right now you're making me screw up these knots, you see. And this is the problem. Terribly sorry, but yes. we are on something of a timetable. Hmm, interesting. Um, you, do, you are aware, of course, that my... <laughs> that is, Moreus could be watching us both right now, and he and I get along very well. So, how well will you stand up to the god of hell? Well, so far, I would say I've been doing quite well for myself. Ah, yes, but he hasn't actually come after you yet. Of course not. Mm -hmm. He enjoys the long game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you laughing at the gif? No. Because Morley is laughing. I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was trying it's, to see in character. Good GIF. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it, c considering the, la the, the only time you've had a conversation with Asmodeus, he talked about the long game. Um, yes, but I'm bluffing. <laughs> <laughs> Make an intimidation check. Ooh, okay. Um, I just clicked the button next to intimidation, right? Yep. 19 on the dice, 26 total. Okay. Uh, let me roll for him. And I, I can't believe I just got the joke on those. They're balloon animals. Oh. oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. I get it. Okay. So when you laugh, mm -hmm. um, give me a perception check. Okay. Let me find that one. Uh, here. Perception. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> this won't go as well. Um, it's an 11 plus. Nope. Just an 11. Okay. So um, he tries to not let you see that he flinches, but he flinches. Hmm. He definitely flinches. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to rethink that. Now is your opportunity. Isn't important. I've Why? made my vows. I have my lord whom I serve. And I As have why, but it doesn't sound like yours is actually taking care of you. He sent you to get someone whose patron is Asmodeus. He wants you dead, your, your patron, whoever they are. My god. Your god. Your god wants you dead. And she has a paradise for me should I die in her service. So you've I told. know my end will be better than yours. <laughs> you don't I am prepared sure. for the afterlife. Hmm, really, no. Of course, I've already been there. Tell me, did you enjoy the Nine Hells? I was there for a little while. Yes, well. But Asmodeus is very, very kind to me. You don't want to mess with me. He will come looking. You will not like what he does. If he does, my god will be waiting. <laughs> and he will go through your god and then have a bigger fight. You should just end this, you know. I don't can't possibly choice. need me for anything. You don't have a choice. How you not have a choice? You don't get to make any decisions on your own? No That's wonder terrible. Asmodeus hasn't come to aid you yet. You don't know that. If you it doesn't always reveal believe itself. you have a choice, then you don't really serve your lord, do you? Moving on. Oh, I was going to do something. <laughs> Quincy goes in for a bite. 
Quinty is going for the paladin. Get his head. Get his head. That is a 22 to hit. <laughs> it's only seven points of damage, but it's a dog bite to the face. <laughs> <laughs> he should have worn his helmet. Actually, hold up. It's not seven points of damage. Because that, that is low enough that the paladin can parry. He parries uh, the dog. You hit Quincy? You hit Quincy like the pinata? Well, it's more of a Jail. block. It's more of a block. Parry just, it's a reaction that adds five to your AC. It's like casting shield, but you don't stop magic missile. Um, at least how it's written for this character. Um, he does, however, use two legendary actions to attack. Jerk. To attack Quincy? Yes. That's a 25. Not Quincy! Wait, ah! I have a question about being restrained. Go ahead. Does being restrained keep you from teleporting? That's an excellent question. That is an excellent question. My recollection is no. Also, that's a magical ability that you use a reaction. It. I don't believe when I created that magical item, I said you needed to do any special components. Oh. You don't need to pull out um, a, a bit of an herb and then burn it and, and then whisper incantations while moving your arms wildly and, and then do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around. <laughs> you just say, before damage is declared, I do this thing. So, um, before damage is declared, I would like to do this thing. Okay. So here's what happens. For the second <laughs> time within 12 seconds, <laughs> you are attached to this person's face. Oh, no. By my teeth. <laughs> no, but you're in that position. People are going to start asking questions. <laughs> about how much you want to bash this person's face in. And you can probably answer honestly a lot. Um, because he went to attack the good doggo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you will not hurt Quincy. Game mechanics wise, I'm not going to say this does anything. But headcanon wise... I feel like every word you just said is punctuated by a fist. Let me tell you how many ribs I eat a day. A lot. It is considering that I feel like I'm trying to be attached by my arms. It is possible that I am, while doing no damage, kicking his breastplate. Consume Prilosec. He, he would like to consume ibuprofen at this point. <laughs> Not Prilosec. That's a different level of pain. Different altitude of pain, actually. Um, so, and you are also attached by greatsword because you're taking the damage that Quincy would have taken, which fine, yeah, which is for the best because um, this wouldn't have killed him. It would have been close though. Uh, so that is going to be a combination of fourteen and seventeen. So I believe we figured that out to be thirty-one points. Yep. Okay. But that was a legendary action he took at the end of Quincy's turn. Burp, you are currently stunned and screaming. Scream louder. Okay. <laughs> it is the beginning of the glowing eye guy's turn. You are no longer stunned. And he knows you're no longer stunned. And he has regrets. <laughs> <laughs> also, not... the paladin has been bouncing back. Not the paladin. Also, Ryan has been bouncing back and forth around the, the car. Ryan is a teleportation ping pong ball. A, a sparkly, heavily armed and armored ping pong ball. 
with death in their eyes. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, Glowing Eye Guy is going to try to do the Mind Fire thing again because it saved his face for one turn. Maybe it'll save his face for another turn. Give me another intelligent saving throw. Uh, this will probably not... Now <laughs> uh, no, you're going to take uh, 17 more points of psychic damage. I actually, there is a thing I can possibly do. Let me just check something it is uh wait am i still do i have to re-rage no oh i took damage uh-huh. okay there's there's a thing there's a thing where's the thing where's the thing if i fail a saving throw while raging i can re-roll it and i must use the new roll i can use it only once per rage okay you can go ahead i i can't see how i could get worse Let's see. And you say? Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one. It yeah, rolled see, a one. I'm not superstitious. <laughs> but those who are, no. we'll look at this. Oh. What? What? Do, what is that? Um, that's a twenty. Yeah. Okay. Did you nat twenty? I nat one, and now I have nat twenty. Wow. Okay. Okay. Does that mean so? That well, in this case. A 19 would have been fine, too. So a crit doesn't do anything additional. And this particular ability specifically doesn't say anything about half damage. So basically, he tries to do the thing again. You feel it wash over you, but you felt this before. You know how to mentally duck. At least that's what you're telling yourself. (laughs) That or you're telling yourself, if I'm angrier, (laughs) this won't stop me. That face is mine. Uh-huh. I might wear that face as a new face, but that face is mine. Hat. For a moment, all we can hear in Burp's mind is quack. <laughs> Horrible goosing? No, mentally ducking. Oh. <laughs> I hate Got and it. love that at the same time. Hmm. Something I'm else goes you. through the mind of this other guy. And it's not Oh, repeating. crap? <laughs> oh, um, emoji? The, there may be emoji involved. That's what I figured. He invents emoji because there are no words to truly describe this sensation that's going through him of a very angry little goblin child. Staring at it. Who has already shown what she is capable of. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we're up to the drow and Zuda. Okay. So here's the thing. I always know when someone is telling the truth. It's an inherent ability. I was born with it. It is perhaps one of the reasons why the Inquisitors have found me to be so useful. I know without a doubt that everything that Inquisitor Nelly has said about you is true because he believes it. There is no doubt in his mind that you have done what he said you've done. But at the same time, I know everything that you said in response was also true. There is no doubt in your mind that what you said was true, which leaves us with a bit of a quandary because they don't necessarily sound like they are two things that could be happening at the same time. I believe I understand where the disconnect is. The fork in the stream, if you please, and I'll be happy to explain it. I'm listening. It's why I'm here. Hello, Seattle. I'm listening. I'm sorry, I don't get the reference. It's Frazier. Sorry. <laughs> I was responding in character. But oh, okay. <laughs> also, I have never watched Frasier. Oh, you should. It, it holds up. Um, I'll wait until my turn to give my response. 
Well, you go immediately after him. Oh, that's handy. <clears throat> it would be easy to interpret our actions as an attempt to restore Nyarl. From with my understanding of it, anyway. Um, that's how Argonia has interpreted it, yes. The problem is, Argonia is interpreting it as a failed attempt to restore Nyarl, whereas we see it as a successful attempt to replace him. Replaced with what? The name of the god that we created has completely escaped my mind. Periash. Periash. Thank you. We replaced Nyarl's godhead with a divine being called Teriash. I can't say that I understand completely the cosmology behind it, but Nyarl held a place in the pantheon of this world, and possibly of all worlds. No, just this that one. Okay. I'm glad to know that. Nyarl was a threat the likes of which the world had you not don't seen him. Tell me, I was here for that. I've been here longer than you. Mm, truly, I wasn't uh, well, born here, but Drow can live a very long time. That's true, but I was dead for a very long time. He raises an eyebrow at that. You are a very fascinating person. Thank you. Well, I'll explain that later too. For now, I need to explain that. What we did was not a failed attempt to restore Nyarl, but an attempt to remove him from the equation by putting someone else in his place. Tariush is someone familiar to another member of my group who would be, a, and hopefully is, a much better influence on this world than Nyarl possibly could be. Argonia is angry at us because... She's the one who brought us back from death. And now we're not doing what she says. There are some in our order that would see that as the highest of blasphemies. True, but there are some in Tyr's order who would see worshipping Argonia as the highest of blasphemies. The question is not a matter of blasphemy. The question is a matter of doing what's best for the world. That is exactly what my fellow Inquisitors believe they're doing. I know. The High Inquisitor, whom you have not met yet, but probably will, received his orders from Argonia herself. They will not question this. I understand. However... I confess I envy clerics and priests who can claim to receive orders directly from their gods. I don't envy that at all. I'm not from here, even though I've been here a very long time. I hope to never be contacted by the being I was raised to worship. I have a bit more cynical view when it oh, comes to following deities. I certainly understand your perspective. What I meant was my god speaks in metaphors and imagery rather than direct communication. Sometimes they're not exactly easy to interpret. My original god would send a giant candle to destroy you. Long story. Anyway. Never mind about that. Yes, we did seem to get sidetracked there. The problem that you have is that my acquaintances on this train truly believe that you are everything that is wrong with the world in this limited scope right now, because Argonia has told them as much. However, something 
that I used to wonder why Argonia would never speak to me, no matter how high up in the ranks I rose, seems to have become clear to me recently. Mm. I always know when someone is lying. He takes his trident and he slams it into the floor, points down. I cannot help you against my acquaintances. Of course not. But I will not hinder your progress. You should probably go. Thank you. Here is one more piece of information, and it will be helpful that you know I'm not lying about this. Did you know that Nyarl was Argonia's beloved brother? Yes, it's common knowledge. Why do you think she might be angry at someone who didn't resurrect? It's certainly a theological discussion, but perhaps not one to be had while your friends are in jeopardy. They might this not even get true. a copy of the home game if this goes much longer. They'll, they'll be there I, along with Weird Al. May I have an actual action? You most certainly may use an action right now. It's your turn. I cast Sending. Why you Sending? <laughs> Hello, Mo. We have a situation that might be resolved with your extravagant presence. Please help us out. Love, Zuda. You get a response that begins with a sigh, because of course it does. I'm willing to help, but cryptic requests make it very difficult for me to do so. Word count notwithstanding. I'll cast sending again. <laughs> okay, but that'll be next turn. <laughs> yes. Might I recommend not casting sending next turn because I have 11 hit points? You may also use oh, yeah. your movement this turn if you like. Uh, oh, yes. I am going to exit the... And the drow told you twice to go help your friends. I, I will bow. I will bow to the drow, and then go go help my friends. And okay. if I have the word count, and I'm not sure I do, someone's going to have to check me on this. Uh, I will have added. Please come quickly. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that was implied. But yes. here's the thing: Mo just got a sending out of nowhere <clears throat> saying, "Hey, you're in trouble. Come help us." Now he knew it was you, and he's met you. But he has mm. no idea where you are. <laughs> and quite frankly, right now you are literally a moving target, even if he did. He can either know people... where you are, or he can know how fast you're moving. But he doesn't know both. Yeah, that's fair. How did these people get on the train? He's, he's very uncertain. Oh, okay, Heisenberg jokes aside. Sadly, we're we're approaching the town of Zenberg, which is up on a mountain. That's concerning. Do you, in fact, use your movement to go try to help your friends? Yes. Okay. So you get out of the car and you get to the next car. And that is when you see Morley sort of being drugged while floating down the hallway by another tiefling who you've never seen before. Hello. My name is Zuda, cleric of Somna. You and your friends woke me up. <laughs> this Inquisitor has already failed an intimidation check. <laughs> Fail it again. Fail it again. Mm -hmm. It's not his turn, so we can't book it. Aww. <laughs> okay, it is Thandrin's turn. He does a thing. It is the Paladin's turn. <laughs> Thandrin turns a page. <laughs> He's got Paladin has Ryan in his face again. He's got one of those little yes. rubber things on his finger so that he doesn't have to lick his finger to, to get the single page. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, 
Inquisitor Nalius, who's also referred to as the Paladin, is going to try to hit Rhine with his greatsword while they are attached to his head. Oh. I hope this, this is worth a penalty somehow. This could be a stop hitting yourself moment. Yeah. <laughs> Rhine. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> I would argue that the, the disadvantage of trying to hit someone who's attached to you is somewhat mitigated by the fact that they're not moving very much. And I heard myself come back at me. Mm-hmm. That's a 23 to hit. I cast shield. <laughs> if shield requires some type of um, hand motion component. I have Warcaster. Okay. That, that makes it less funny because it kind of be like Ryan is, is riding the bull with one hand in the air. <laughs> just, wait and, yeah. just wait until my turn after yours because I can cast and flip wounds on you right now. <laughs> um, the punch to the face. <laughs> the, only a lot worse than a punch. That's a 31. All right. Okay. And you said you had 11 hit points? Yeah, I, I I'm... did the shield... Did shield not not work? Shield won't stop a thirty-one. Oh. Not yet. Shield and then not shield yet. and then also shield. No, it give, wouldn't give take Ryan that a few many. more levels. What was that? I said no. It wouldn't take that many. I know, okay. but rule we'll threes. Yeah, Ryan will get three death saves because Ryan is down. Um, so basically, what happens is um, Ryan gets smacked in the back of the head with this great sword and with his other hand because he was striking with the greatsword with one hand um, the paladin grabs Ryan by the torso rips them off of him and just slams their broken body onto the ground enough and then he looks over at the very angry goblin this is the only one we needed in this car anyway stand down and we'll leave you alone is he trying to talk sense into a raging goblin child? I mean, he's not the most intelligent person on the world. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Ryan, just, just. Okay. Um, is my constitution involved in this? No, just straight up d twenty roll. Ah. I think it actually is built into the interface if if you've put in the damage. Yeah. From last Monday. No, there's, I happen there's to know no this. thing to roll oh, it sorry. on beyond. So no. Uh, okay. So just roll d20. Yeah, you just straight up have to roll a d20. Sorry. Yeah. How how high? Above um, 10. You got to be the 10. Save. And below 10. A 10 or below. And it's 20. a fail. Was that? Not 20. That's okay. two. I got. No, not 20 means you are conscious. Up. Ryan. With one hit point. <laughs> up. With that one that hit is point. better than three saves because three saves you stabilize. Not 20. You're back up. There will be justice! <laughs> Says the bootleg paladin with one hit point. Then inflict wounds ready to go. Oh, yeah. Or lightning bolt, or you know, what, whatever Ryan feels is appropriate in this moment. Wait, I get to take my turn? You just roll a nat 20 on a death save. Go ahead. Yeah, you're in for two hours. I, I, we've reached the point where I'm doing more rule of cool because we've been playing for over two hours and I want combat to end. All right. Um, 
burning a third level spell slot to try to inflict wounds. Um, that was not a die in a place where the die was readable. That was a die landing between my iPad and the computer. Cocked. Oh no. Uh, let's see. 17, the iPad rolls in that 20. 17 plus 7. That's, he wouldn't um, even be able to parry that. Okay. That's going to be 5d10 necrotic. That's 26 necrotic. Um, quickened inflict wounds. That's a 17. That's not going to make it. A 17 would not, no. I guess I could use favored by the gods, but actually, um, I think if I don't use that now, when am I going to use that, you know? So, yeah, I'm going to use favored by the gods, uh, which means mm -hmm. I get to roll 2d4 and add that. So let's roll some d4. Oh, come on. Oh, no. D&D Beyond hates me. This is why I shouldn't roll with Beyond dice. So that didn't hit, but... Hold on. You you rolled... What was the first roll? Um, 17. you're adding this to? Yeah. A 17, yeah. and you were going to roll 2d4? Yeah. If you roll both ones, that hits. Oh! Oh! A 19! I thought they had 20 AC. If he if he parries, he'll have over that. But, so I but hit. Can you parry. parry the quick... 33 necrotic. Wow. And I'm not done. He's, hol <laughs> he's holding his parry because he's expecting a goblin to launch itself any moment now. So, action and he, he, He's not afraid of a goblin attacking his face. He's afraid that the goblin will again turn into Rhine. It's happened twice already. <laughs> <laughs> I use my action search. And now I'm going to inflict wounds again. And that's a dirty 20. That will again hit. He's beginning to think that maybe he should be parrying this, but he's still oh, looking I over wouldn't. at the goblin. 41, 40, whoa, 41 points of you have done is that over 100 points of damage from inflict let, wounds in one let turn let me check my um let me check the campaign tracker uh if it's not 41 as close 41 plus okay one moment 41, 41 plus, 33 plus 33 plus 26 plus 26 that's exactly 100 you did 100 points of damage in one turn and wow. you're not even level 10 yet <laughs> How many points of damage? A hundred. Now, granted, it took three spell slots and some sorcery points. So here's what happens. Here's what has happened. After the paladin did his really cool big bad evil guy thing, even though he believes he's the good guy, but whatever, slams Ryan into the ground, takes a step over Ryan's body towards the goblin to threaten the goblin. Ryan stands up behind him. <laughs> and does three inflict wounds to him from behind. Now, that's necrotic damage, so he doesn't look pretty while he reacts to this. He's bloodied. He sort of half doubles over from this and chokes out a little help. The gods do not have the right to make sacrifices of the unwilling. Whether I live or die, that does not change. He's used his legendary action to give his ally an attack against you. 
does a 24 hit. Not if I cast shield, it doesn't. So as he's doubled over, this guy pulls out his long... Well, his long sword's already out. But he takes <clears> his long sword and he swings it at you, thinking at the same time, maybe I should be attacking the goblin instead. <laughs> maybe, nope, nope. Gotta hit this person. They've done more damage. <laughs> um, they swing it right at Ryan's head and it bounces off. <laughs> more emoji. <laughs> and he's thinking... If I was able to do that, I wouldn't be so worried about... No, I'd still be worried about the goblin. Let's be honest. I'd still be worried about the goblin. (laughs) Okay. It is the tiefling's turn. And after that, it'll be the other tiefling's turn. The first is the first tiefling, the one with the glasses. Mm -hmm. Um, He sees Zuda. Zuda has um, given some friendly information about acknowledging the wake-up call. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he attempts to double move down the hallway, still dragging Morley behind him because Morley is weightless, thanks to levitation. I guess we're going on a little trip together now. Yes. Morley, it's now your turn. I'm going to hit You're him in with the next now with, with the other tiefling. Elder's Blast. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with two Elder's Blast. I'm tired of his games. Okay, so I'm Back done with this tiefling. You interrupted my weaving. Okay, the first one um, An eight will not hit Yeah, okay, let me try the second one Welcome to Walmart (laughs) You must die Alright, let's try it again For Soldier's Blast, straight between the swords That one is an 18 plus 7 That's a 25, a 25 hits Rolling the damage Cool Gosh, Link, it's so nice to see you I haven't seen you for years Have you met the missus? You must Uh, die It's a 9 Okay, you do 9 points of damage to the intimidated tiefling. Yes. I don't know if I could do anything else. Um, when Grab he realizes that on. you're fighting back, mm-hmm. he lets go. Oh, well, that was simple. I should have um, done that to begin with. But I need to roll for constitution. Sure. Well, concentration. Ah. <laughs> right. I have this thrust. That is a nat one. You drop to the ground. Oof. I pick up my weaving and my loom and glare at him. Probably also need to roll Constitution because he's just had two intimidation checks. Oh no, no, there, there is a strong smell. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. It is the puppy's turn. The best of doggos. He is going to use his second healing lick that he gets to cast. His second and final healing lick. Um, Ryan, you are healed for an additional ten points. Aww. And none of you has been affected by the other things that Healing Lick can cure. But those would be gone too. Burp. Is, in in the grand scheme of things, is the terrible paladin closer to Burp or is Ryan closer to Burp? Um, the terrible paladin is closer to Burp. The discount paladin is further away. Okay. Okay. I don't think I'm a discount anything at this point. Oh, nah, well, just yeah, you get 100 her. points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Bootleg Paladin, aftermarket Paladin, yeah. Burp is now going to haul out her sword, scream something that probably translates as, you hurt friend, and do two attacks with the rapier on the... Per, on on the bloodied paladin who hurt Ryan. 
All right. And you, we've leveled you up to level nine now. So I'm, I'm yes. anticipating the, the results of this choice you have made. Well, we'll, we'll see what it is. So that's two rapier attacks, right? Yep. Okay, so I rolled it to hit one on that. That is a terrible number. That is, is a mere 16. That will not work. So we go with the next attack? Yes. Same. Okay. That is worse. I guess there's I, a lot of, of Let me clanging. look up something mm -hmm. here. Let me look up something okay. here. Because, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Never mind. I was checking something. Oh, well. Versus. Okay. But you, you are still taking a rapier and using it in a very non-rapier-like manner because you're trying to, to hack him in half. With, Curse with, this with armor. I should have climbed him again, obviously. <laughs> so it, it's, um, it's like when you see Yoda with his stick hitting R2-D2. It's the same sound you're hearing. Mm -hmm. Probably on his midsection, but... <laughs> And, and we all know that's two attacks, but flavor-wise, I'm going to say it's a lot more smacks than two. Quack, 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 Okay. Paladin realizes that there's a bee carved in the front of his quack. plate mail. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's there yeah, so that people aim for that. It's actually a very well-armored portion. <laughs> actually, considering burps... That. Concerning Burp's height, I, I feel it might be, um, the carving might be on around the belt and midsection and, well. Rapiers are quite long. Mm -hmm. But with that, with that said, it is Glowing Eye Guy's turn. Who is relieved that the goblin is angry at someone else. Oh, he's thrilled. He couldn't be happier. Actually, he could be happier. There are some things that he kind of wishes were happening differently right now. He could um, be at a spa somewhere. He could be having a vacation. There, there's an island. It has, you know, fancy drinks, coconuts. Plantain is lovely this time of year. Well, it would be. It's not hurricane season, but they are being hit by a hurricane. Um, wonder why. Also, there was this big volcano mm. eruption. Oh, but that was a while ago. They're fine. They used mm -hmm. the lava to build most of their town back. Mm -hmm. Um... He is going to attempt to use Mind Fire on Rhyme. Because let's face it, if someone looks like they're dead and then they stand up and do 100 points of damage, you're more of a threat. So, Rhyme, give me an intelligence saving throw. Ouch. That's not going to go well. Please, Nat. Nat, no, that was I a nine. It's all right. No, I don't think I will. Okay. Um, that That's is going to be 17 points of psychic damage. Back down. I'm out again, yeah. Okay. Don't worry. Azuna's on her way, and she's very angry. And <laughs> Hell's coming with her. Okay. Well, not actually Hell. It's actually uh, a a warlock of Asmodeus. All right. So close it, enough. It's, it's, <laughs> if we're talking it's six close. degrees of separation, yes. Th there's a connection. Pretty close. <laughs> yes. Is, out of curiosity, is anyone in that room... Is, are any of my party members in that room, other than Ryan, visibly injured? No. Okay. I mean, Burp took some, some mind damage and probably has a bloody nose, ear bleeding a little bit, but she's still above 100 hit points, so. Zuna, okay. it is your turn. You're in a car by yourself. I am going to start out by shouting down the corridor, Morley, are you okay? 
I think so. I just dropped a few feet, but yes. Uh, where did he go? Not, not even alive? a few feet. You dropped one foot. Yes. Well, you know, I'm like you picking on up your my... feet. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm like picking up my loom that I probably dropped in the drop. Um, if, if you're only a foot off the ground, I'm not going to roll for dexterity. Yeah, that's that's stuff. fine. I just figured he'd be interested in doing that. And um, yeah. is where is the the uh, tiefling I just attacked? He's Weird. in the same car with you, but he is moving away from you, or would be if it was his turn. Uh-huh. You should run. Working on it! <laughs> <laughs> it's not my turn in the initiative, or I would be. Mm. I can't run as a reaction. That's a different <laughs> class. <laughs> Yuna throws open the door to the Rhine Quincy Burp suite. Hello. Rhine is on the ground. Again. Oh. It's you. It's so nice to see you again. We haven't formally been introduced. My name is Zuda. I'm a cleric of Somna. You woke me up. (laughs) This is... Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed (laughs) my father. You must die. Oh, wait. That's a different meme. Um, (laughs) By the way, if people are wondering about positioning, Zuda went past Morley. Mm-hmm. to get into this car. I'm fine, yes. It's no. not Morley's turn, so Morley just watches you to walk by. Are you okay? Yes. Okay. Yep, go. <laughs> I mean, actually, um, fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Judah's footfalls are probably... They're, they're more firm than usual. Uh, Zuda places her foot against Ryan, and almost as an... Uh, making it appear almost as an afterthought, casts Cure Wounds at level 5. Which tragically is only 24 hit points. Doesn't matter. Ryan's awake and angry. But that's still... (laughs) That gets me back up. I want you to stop what you're doing and listen to me. Your drow friend visited me in my cabin. You are throwing the drow under the bus. I love this. <laughs> Either that or going to claim that Zuda already dealt with the drow. Your drow friend mentioned two very interesting things to me. First, that they can tell when someone is telling, saying something that they know not to be true. And second that your god refuses to speak to them. Your god lies. Give me a persuasion check. Show. That's a 17. I'm going to spend my inspiration and see if I can get that higher. How about a 21? Is that a nat 20? No, it's a 15 plus 6. Okay. Because persuasion happens to be one of those skills that I'm proficient in. The only downside is you are trying to convince... Zealots. Yeah, I know. But still, a 21's not a bad role. These are people who have not gotten vaccinated and are not wearing masks. The paladin isn't even wearing a helmet and he's within six feet of you. His and that loss. Is... Yeah. Time to climb like a tree again. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, for, forget COVID. The, the go- you're going to catch Goblin. <laughs> you're going to catch Face Goblin. <laughs> it's highly contagious. <laughs> if there's one of them in the room, you all get it. <laughs> occasionally, occasionally it can be known to turn into face Asimar. We don't know how that happens. Mutations. And that's worse. Experience. 
<laughs> Heck, he even caught a face stocky. No. The the sad thing is, this is not going to be edited and live until way into the school year, months from now, and I'm sure it's still going to be relevant. Uh, yeah. Tragically, yeah. Yes. No. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. Sorry. You interrupted the the sleep of a cleric of the god of sleep. You must she, die. She is angry, and she has the power to bring people back from the dead. So. Anyone you kill, I'll just bring back. Would you like to put down your swords and talk? Is that your action? Or would you like me to make sure that you need to be cleaned off the wainscoting? Do you end your turn? Yes. The paladin grabs onto his ally and they vanish. Oh, thank goodness. But are they invisible? You've seen this before. He can teleport. Are we out of... um, Initiative order? We are at this point out of initiative order, yes. Okay. Uh, the first thing, the, the very first thing that I do is cast Sea Invisibility. You don't see anything other than what you saw before. Neat. No one invisible is in this room. Burp is still sort of slashing around thoughtfully to make sure that there aren't any tall people around that she can't <laughs> see. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, there's several tall people in the room. Yes. They might not appreciate the sword see. work. She's not slashing friends. She only wants to slash the paladin and Mr. Glowy Eyes. The evil paladin. Okay. At this moment, Fandrin bursts into the room. There's a slight smile on his face, like he just had a very invigorating Hi, red haze moment. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm really waiting for Crash to do a Chris accent. No, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> because... I've got like four voices that I can do, and none of them are accents. No, we counted. There's seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but three of them sound like they're the same one. Mm. No, 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 no. I counted because there, you confused them. Voices. <laughs> Miller and, and uh, you know uh, Discord flurs it. There's there's also one that I ref- I refuse to count because it, I hate it. I invented it, and when uh, I used it, I was just like, uh, why? Why, why, right, did I, why did I do this? It's not hard on my throat, which means I could do this a lot. I hate it more now. <laughs> um, so, looks like you had fun, too. No. Well, I suppose it pe- depends on your definition of fun. But we do know that Argonia is lying to these people. Well, duh. <laughs> no. I mean lying. Remember how she... I suppose hired is a strong word. Recruited us to resurrect her brother, Nyarl? No. Oh, right. You oh, weren't right. There. You weren't there. Mm-hmm. Neither was Thantron. Right. right. Imagine, if you will, that Burp and Thandrin both simultaneously said no. Remember how... We weren't here for Argonia, that part. <laughs> remember how Argonia recruited a majority of us to resurrect her brother Nyarl. She's now very upset about this and is telling people that we tried to resurrect Nyarl and that's bad. For the record, what we actually did was put someone in Nyarl's place. I'm I'm not sure we did that. Tariash isn't a god of water stuff. No, but he occupies Nyarl's place in the Pantheon. Do they? I have they. no idea. Do pantheons have places? 
point of order, they do not. I think if they're occupying any previous god's place, it's Joa's. They have replaced Joa. They are, um, at this point, their portfolio overlaps with Tyr, which is why Joa went away. But Tyr assisted somewhat in the recreation, elevation process, whatever you want to call it. Um, Because Tyr did not want to get punched by Ryan whenever Ryan died. The point is... Ryan was not following Tyr. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It was a bit bit up in the air. It's still... Well, it might still be where Ryan would go. The point is... For another day. Argonia resurrected five of us, of whom three are still present, to... So that we would resurrect her brother, Nyarl. And when we didn't do that, she pretended to her followers that we had tried to resurrect her brother, Nyarl, and that was a bad thing. And I am saying for the record that, yes, it would be a bad thing to resurrect Nyarl. Thandrin goes and sits down and says, this is all very confusing. You're going to need to start from the beginning because I don't know half of what you're talking about. Okay. And at that point, because we've, I've been recording for almost three hours now, <laughs> oh, including sorry. the break, mind you, but still, we are going to allow for the recap to happen between this session and next session. <laughs> You've got a long train right ahead of you, <laughs> which will mostly happen off camera at this point. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And Ryan needs a bath. Ryan needs a bath. And a long rest. Mm. Yeah. Ryan has bathed in the glory of righteous combat and 100 points of inflict wounds damage. But a little soap and water would be good, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight we are joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Ellie, Eo, and Jen. Who wants to plug stuff? Eo's mom, like books. Books. <laughs> Eo's mom writes books. Eo's mom writes books. At com, you can find links to wherever quality ebooks are sold. And okay, I admit it, also ebooks of non quality, but mine are hopefully quality. So, you know. <laughs> I, think, I think Eo wants to plug their phone because for some reason it didn't charge last night. No, 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 it turned off. It, oh, it was not a charging okay. problem. It was perfectly fine charging. It just turned off. It was off. I had to restart it. Okay. Well, my, mine actually was having a charging problem because oh. the, un, unbeknownst to me, the uh, the plug had come unsocketed from the uh, power strip. So it just wasn't charging. So I, I got to bed last night and it was at like 28%. Mm. When usually it's at about 80% when I go to bed. Mm. When that happens for me, I blame my cat. Well, yes. If I had a cat, I'd blame my cat too. Ghosts. Um, <laughs> there's a social network at elekk.xyz that's full of good people. You can ask anyone there for an invitation code. Uh, I don't run it anymore, so I'm not. I, I you can't ask me, but uh, ask anyone else. Uh, DM might be on there. Who's, who's on the server? Um, uh, yeah, actually, three of five people here have, uh, no, actually four of, well, okay, 
three or five people here I, have nominally active accounts on Alec. Some of the accounts more active than others, but yes, a non-zero number of us do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a link in the show notes to the social media accounts for those of us who have social media accounts that we want yep. to share. Um, yep. What if I wanted also, to listen to a podcast? Well, sorry. Also, you should go to node. N-O-D-E dot Noel N-O-E-L-L-E dot codes slash kobolds to get a randomly generated adventure for Crash's Kobolds in Space light RPG, which Crash can describe more elegantly than I can. Well, if I hadn't been playing D&D for three hours, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Um, it's it, it's, it's so, chaos. It's kobolds, and it's a game that you can play with just two six-sided die. Yes, it's it's kobolds. You play you play kobolds, and and they're in space. Yes, yes. and everything else is silly. Mm-hmm. That part um, there, kobolds in space. That's that's the serious part. And they have a ship, so they're just they're not they're not just like in space. Well, they start off with the ship. They might not have it yeah. at the end. It depends on how the game goes. Right. No, the the the. The game allows you to uh, generate qualities for the ship and an enemy that you have to fight and different characteristics for the kobolds. And the link that I just cited randomizes all that. So every time you load it, you'll get a different scenario. So you don't even need to do prep to run a game. You go there Mm -hmm. and press a button and the prep is done for you. And uh, you don't ever have to worry about running the same game twice because the the number of variables means that there are more potential games than there are atoms in the solar system. Sorry, <laughs> that that was my fault. <laughs> you just coded it for for the variables that I created. <laughs> All my tables only had 11 things on each because they were supposed to be made by rolling 2d6 to find out what was on it, but I made so many. Yeah, but then you made like 400 tables. Not that many. Well, okay, pretty close. No, never mind, never mind. It's Oddly enough, it's still less complex than Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. There it's true. Which is somewhat more simplified, a lot more simplified than 1st through 4th. Um so, no more fat go. No more fat go. <laughs> the people who eliminated fat go were doing the Lord's work. Um, so, Jen, mm-hmm. is there a book? There is, yes. It's of called Jen? Book of Jen. Yes. And it's in my bookofjen.net. You can find all the stuff that I'm doing there. A lot of gaming uh, stuff, various games, uh, some health related stuff once in a while, sometimes stuff that I end up putting on Medium. You can also find that at Book of Jen. Same thing over there, except it has less stuff than my original website. You can check that out. Um, I'm also the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast. I'm still doing the podcast. And the last four episodes have been sort of uh, a timeline between what happened with the original Activision Blizzard lawsuit and where we're at now. And I'm hoping to get back to just talking about Diablo stuff again sometime. (laughs) You, also you to, might be there what, by the time this episode by goes time this episode live and airs, the version, could be done, yeah. We're, we're recording this in August, mm-hmm. so we'll, so we we'll see. see. Yes, and also to circle back to the um, Cobalts in Space, I have drawn six of the character classes 
in case you want to wear them on a t-shirt or put them on your phone. And that's over on my Redbubble, which is also Book of Jen. Okay, Book of Jen. You mm-hmm. cut out where it said book, so I'm, I'm going to say oh. again, Book of Jen. Yes. Okay, so that's all for tonight. Thank you, everyone. And until next time, this is... Oh, that's not everything. We have a Patreon. I almost forgot. Oh. The people who help us keep the lights on. You can be one of those people, too. You can join other Lester's patrons by going to patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. And you can join other people, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janetalock, Mickey, Shanshan, and Walter. Until next time, this is Crash saying, Okay, so you're telling me you didn't capture the heretics because a goblin attached itself to your face and it turned into an asimov. <laughs> twice yes and one time it was a dog with wings the goblin turned into a dog with wings no no the dog with wings turned into the asimar (laughs) imagine if you will there's just a blank stare how many drinks can i have before it's alcoholism (laughs) <laughs> and the one with the glowy eyes is just so glad <laughs> bye. Bye. bye bye bye